Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, my fellow adventurers, I'm in Bentlin Wood, where previously there was the Shadow Glen and the Hall of Ruin, which I will be going back to. But right now, I'm doing the adventure called Bounty Number One. Your search for a dangerous fugitive leads you deep into Bent Limb Wood. Start the adventure. So you can be normal or scaled. I'll go for normal. For three long days, you scoured the tangled depths of Bent Limb Wood, eagerly seeking any sign of the dangerous fugitive, an expert assassin known only by his infamous moniker. Silver Snake. Once a stalwart cohort of the Phantom Assassin, Silver Snake now plies his murderous trade on his own terms, no longer under the long shadow of his former master. Wanted, dead or alive, for a series of slayings in Pakwar including the gruesome death of one of the port city's prominent magistrates, Silver Snake is believed to have fled to this remote corner of the kingdom. Having diligently followed up bits of hearsay you connected, collected throughout the region, including two separate eyewitness accounts in Hawklaw, you come to believe the man whose head now bears a bounty worth 3,000 gold Courtesy of Thane Maridol of Groudok. Well, that's odd. So, the person killed someone in Pakwur, uh, the, and that's the northeast. And then he fled to the southwest, but the bounty is from the southeast. 
admittedly, he's been going around. Maybe there's several people to putting a bounty on him. I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Made his way into Bentonham Wood sometime within the past week. Despite not having yet found any trace of him, you refuse to abandon hope as you continue your tireless search for the elusive outlaw. Suddenly, late in the afternoon, late in the afternoon on the third day of your haunt, your determination is suddenly rewarded. As you near the top of the small wise, having painstakingly carved your way for an unyielding wall of laurel, you suddenly freeze in mid-step. With your next breath, you instinctively drop to the leaf-covered ground and crawl your way to the edge of the hilltop, your eyes fixed on the lone man in the forest below. The man, clad in a mix of leather and cloth, is crouched at the side of a trickling stream, filling what appears to be a water skin. A short sword dangles from his belt, and his head continuously turns in all directions, as his wide eyes scan the entirety of his surroundings. Based on the various depictions, descriptions of the silver snake, you have no doubt. The man now within a snowflow of you is none other than the notorious killer. Suddenly, as if something has alarmed him, the man stands up, stows away the water skin, and heads off to the east, moving swiftly and nimbly through the dense foliage, keeping your distance through making certain you never look sight of him, you begin following him through the forest. For nearly half an hour, you trail Silver Snake through the forest, taking care to remain out of sight as 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 he furtively steals a, as you furtively steal along behind him. Now and again, he stops and looks back, forcing you hurriedly to take cover. On each occasion, your quick reaction, just a bit of luck, managed to save you from detection. At last, just as begin, beginning to wonder how long you can successfully maintain your stealthy pursuit, a tall rock face looms into view ahead, up ahead. Set into the base of a cliff is a broad, jagged mouth of a cave. The fugitive cook pauses before the cave's gaping maw and casts a wary gaze around the surrounding forest before stepping into the shadowy opening and disappearing from sight. Okay, well, why, why are you doing that? Because you're in your cave. Your exit can be blocked off. I mean, unless it's one of those caves with multiple entrances and exits, but that you, you can't be sure of that. Or unless you know about this cave in advance and know it's got multiple entrances and exits. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that. Because, I mean, with a cave, there could be... He just has to escape just a bit ahead of his likely pursuer. And then, if he takes one route, I take another, he could just disappear. When it seems likely he's not immediately got imminently going to emerge, you cautiously make 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 your way to the base of the walk face. You're standing at the bottom of the walk face, deep in the tangled heart of Bent Limb Wood. Before you, 
set into the base of the forest cliff is the broad, dark mouth of the cave. As you stand peering into the cave's shadowy interior, you carefully consider your next course of action. I could attempt to ambush Silver Snake when he leaves the cave, but of course, if the cave's got two entrances, I'll just lose him. So I could enter the cave and hunt down Silver Snake. Hmm, that's probably safer. Undeter, well, for finding him. It's a more, more, lot more dangerous for him, for the Silver Snake. Undeterred by the thought of encountering the feared killer in the dark, unfamiliar lair, you take one last look around before cautiously making your way into the cave. Okay, you're standing just inside the mouth of the cave. From here, a broad, level tunnel plunges eastward into darkness. Okay, I'm near the southwest corner. I got to a junction. Random number, picking one, bonus of 40. 20 from theory, 20 from luck. Got to get 75 or more. I assume this is some sort of trap. 86 success. At the last possible moment, you spot a well-concealed trap set dust up ahead along the passage. Hmm. Okay, that's why he went in there. He had some traps laid in advance. Walking slowly and carefully, working slowly and carefully, you manage to disarm the deadly snare. Out of immediate danger, but mindful to remain on your guard, you warily resume your exploration. Alright, going north, going west, going south, little alcove there, nothing in there. As you move slowly and warily through the damp, Dark cave passages. Your every set, your every sense alert for the first sign of danger. Okay, alcoves to the south. The remains of three goblins litter the floor of the small alcoves. Based on the condition of the corpse, you believe the goblins have likely been dead for several days. Several deep wounds whittle the goblins' decaying bodies. I'm gonna guess that the silver, s the silver snake just slayed these goblins. He said, "Well, this cave—it's mine now. Die, die, die." <laughs> search the remains. A thorough search of the dead goblins turns up the following. Yep, some more loot to loot. After conclu concluding your search, you prepare to resume your cautious exploration of the cave. Alright. Next one, there's another out. Suddenly, something stirs in the shadows just up ahead. With your every nerve on edge, you wait for several long moments, your eyes scouring the dark for any further sign of movement. Last, convinced that whatever it was you saw is no longer there. Prepare to continue on your way. Okay, going to the south. You're standing in a small chamber just to the south of the cave passage. The wag-clad corpse of a middle-aged man lies against the far wall. Several deep wounds riddle the man's bloated, decaying torso. 
You estimate the man has been dead for no longer than a few days. Hmm. I guess someone spotted the sil the silver snake, and he just you know silented the wi silenced the witness, and just stashed the body in here, where probably he assumed no one would find it, and even if they did, they wouldn't be able to trace it to him. Search the body. Though a search of the man's body turns up the following. Scale gauntlet, scale greaves, gutted. Unmatched scale gauntlets. Yep, so this will sell for a pretty penny, an ugly penny, a pe penny of moderate beauty, a penny of astounding beauty, a pet penny of absolutely average beauty, and a lot of other pennies too. Having finished your search, you once again prepare to resume your cautious exploration. Okay, let's see. It's that check again. Bonus of 40, success 75. 112, success. The last possible moment, you spot a well-concealed trap set just up ahead along the passage. Working slowly and carefully, you manage to disarm the deadly snare. Out of immediate danger, but mindful to remain on your guard, you warily resume your exploration. Okay, I'm just going along. Some suddenly, something stirs in the shadows just up ahead. With your every ner nerve on edge, you wait for several long moments, your eyes scouring the dark for any further sign of movement. At last, convinced of whatever you saw is no longer there. Prepare to continue on your way. Alright, going along the top. Alright, I'm just filling in the gaps. Ooh, it's that check again. Bonus of 40, success 75. Pick 131. The last possible moment, you spot a well-concealed trap set just up ahead along the passage. Working slowly and carefully, you manage to disarm the deadly snare out of immediate danger. But mindful to remain on your guard, you warily resume your exploration. Alright, getting to the eastern side. Oh, it's that trap again. 102, success. It's disarmed. At the last possible moment, you spot a well-concealed trap. Trap set just up ahead along the passage. Working slowly and carefully. You manage to disarm the deadly snare. Out of immediate danger, but mindful to remain on your guard, you warily resume your exploration. Okay, northeast corner. It's a trap again. 101, success, it's disarmed. Alright. Hmm. Odd this one. It doesn't end in a little alcove, it just. Ends in a corner. Alright, trap again. 136, success. Suddenly, something stirred in the shadows just up ahead. With every nerve on edge, you wait for several longer moments, your eyes scouring the dark for any further sign of movement. Alas, convinced that whatever you saw is no longer there, prepare to continue on your way. Hmm. Hmm, I've been to every bit of this 
this little cave. And I haven't found him yet. I guess he's moving around. And that's just not cricket. I mean, you're supposed... You're supposed to stay in one place. You can play as many traps as you want. Well, throw as raise as many undead as you want. You can require a puzzle, but you're not supposed to move. Come on, it's like you don't want to get caught or something. You know, because you're probably going to be hanged. Best case scenario, you might have something a bit more gruesome. You might be burned. You might be hung, drawn and quartered. You might be put in a gibbet. But pretty much no matter what happens, you'll be dead at the end of it. And it won't be a it won't be a list like it won't be a quick and easy guillotine thing. Because guillotines haven't been invented yet. Although they could be invented, there's nothing particularly there's no particular pre-requests for making a guillotine. It's just that guillotines happen when suddenly oh, it's just got this huge huge backlog of heads to chop off. And you've got, you've got to deal with it. Because otherwise you'd have these people just walking around with their heads on their necks. And they're just taking up space. But they, I mean, you said they shouldn't have a head. And there they are, still with a head. You've got to deal with that sometimes. Alright, going to the entrance. Alright, leaving the cave. Hmm. You're standing at the bottom of a rock face, deep in the tangled heart of bending wood. Before you, set into the base of the forest cliff, is the broad, dark mouth of a cave. Hmm. I suspected he would try to ambush me on my way out. Realising the silver snake, likely aware of both your presence and intentions, is probably not going to emerge from the cave anytime soon. Your next course of actions becomes obvious. Okay, enter the cave and hunt him down. Undeterred. I go in. Hmm, where are you? Where are you, you little snake? Come on, you must be somewhere. I mean, it's not like there's even a puzzle or something. Maybe if I use the skill of feathery. Nope. Nothing this time. Where are you? Where are you, you snake? You must be somewhere. Hmm. 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 Let's see. Maybe he's got to that little alcove on the edge. Suddenly. Ah, oh, I guess what I had to do was get those few traces of him before I went to the alcove directly north of where we start, but you have to go round a bit. Suddenly, you suddenly become aware of a lone figure lurking in the gloom at the end of the passage. Instinctively, you draw to a halt and assume a defensive stance as your eyes strain against the gloom, struggling to stay fixed on whoever is attempting to remain veiled in Veiled in shadow. I don't quite understand how I allowed myself to become cornered. 
issues the voice of a man as the figure swiftly draws to within a few yards of you and stops. All right, now you've caught me. What happens now? Your pulse races, standing only a few strides from you, his arms folded across his chest, his silver snake. Before you can answer the fugitive assassin's question, he again speaks. How about... We come to an arrangement that suits us both, he growls, wincing. No doubt you're seeking the price attached to my head. Let me make you a better offer. Hmm. So, three options. Listen to his offer. Attack him. Or just let him go. Now, why would I do that? I mean, he's a murderer. And, presumably, if I let him go, he'll have to murder again because he's a, he's a man with a certain set of skills. And people in need of those skills find him. Okay, I'll listen to his offer. Not, not because I think I'm actually going to take it up, but just, just, you know, to give him false hope so I can crush it. Listening, shifting slowly from one foot to the other, Silver Snake tells you he will lead you to a buried chest containing just over 10,000 gold. No doubt that surpasses whatever price has been unjustly tapped onto my head. So I could accept his proposal and become a pure mercenary in the process. I could reject it, or I could just cut to the chase and attack him. I'll reject it first. Your your prompt rejection of the Silver Snake's proposal appears to anger. At anger the woke. He scowls and curses at you, calling you a fool for refusing to go go along with this scheme. Then we've nothing more to discuss on that score, he says, drawing himself into a defensive stance. So I could accept his proposal now, or I could attack him. I can kill or subdue. I'll attack him. Your sudden attack seems to come as no surprise. Well, I did reject his offer, so I made it quite clear, yeah, it's murder time. Something, of course, that you're quite familiar with, aren't you? The assassin limberly leaps back and draws his sword, expertly brandishing the deadly blade as he attempts to fend off your fierce assault. This is Silver Snake. So, kill, subdue, kill, subdue. Kill, subdue, kill, subdue, kill, subdue, kill, subdue. I guess I'll subdue. The silver snake swipes at you with his sword. Your enemy smashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 26 damage. Keep swiping. Now look, ah, another devastating blow for 29 damage. Would you stop with the devastating blows? I'm trying to take you alive. Although, of course, you don't want to be taken alive, do you? Alright, you you prefer to kill me. 
because you're good at that, but not good enough because now you are subdued. 22 XP. Brutally battered into submission, Silver Snake slumps to the cave floor and pleads for mercy, for you'd feel little sympathy for the assassin. For assassin, you step away and allow him to stagger to his feet. Please, let me go, he gasps, wiping away a trickle of blood from the corner of his mouth. He won't ever hear with me again. So, I could capture him, kill him, or let him go. Hmm. Well, I did subdue him, so obviously, time to capture him. Having already been soundly defeated in combat, Silver, Silver Snake makes no attempt to fight you or to escape. Instead, he, in a move that surprised you, he simply hangs his head and stands passively as you bind his arms behind his back with a thick length of, length of rope. Who will pay you the bounty, he asks, as you begin marching out a cave. I've no doubt it's old Mawidol who's behind this. He's had it out for me for quite some time, yes. She's quite the hero. With your captives, captives securely bound, you begin making your way out of the cave. Once outside, you again check your outlaw's bindings, making certain they are secure, before beginning what you, what you fear will prove to be a long and arduous trek out of the forest. Less than two days after leaving Bentlin Wood with Silver Snake in your charge, you meet with a man named Harkred on the outskirts of Hawklaw, the thick, barrel-chested man, much of his lower hair, Face hidden behind an unkempt tangle of black hair that seems to pass for a beard is an official representative of Thane Maridor in Gladrock. Hmm. I guess Hawklaw doesn't really have its an assigned Thane, so so other Thanes can fill in. Whenever it's convenient, I guess. I mean, usually things are just handled by the village council. But, you know, sometimes things are a bit more serious than that. And you need a Thane. After taking the assassin into his custody, unceremoniously binding his arms and legs and loading him into the back of the nearby wagon, Harkred promptly pays you the promised bounty. 3,000 gold tokens. The two, two men in Harkred's company peep, keep watch over the fugitive as the envoy takes you aside out of earshop. Thane Maridor wishes me to relate his kindest regards, he says, meeting on the shoulder cross. He hasn't forgotten the debt Glaudrock owes you for your help. He also wasn't surprised to know that it was you who would be claiming the bounty on Silver Snake. You speak with Hawkred at length, and learn that Silver Snake will be taken to Pakwar, where he will face swift justice for the slaying of one of the city's magistrates. The noose, all the axe awaits him, says the envoy, sighing. It seems a pity to have to haul him all that way for something that can be accomplished right here. But 
As you took the trouble to bring him in alive, I'll do my part. See that he is brought before those who will officially announce his doom. It's more justice by far than he deserves. Parkway tells you that Thane Marjo would be pleased to see you. You ought not to be a stranger in our fair city, he says as you prepare to depart. The Thane is very keen to hunt down some of the more notorious woes known to this realm. I didn't tell you that someone like yourself could play a most important role in such affairs. You thank Hawkred for what you feel is an open invitation to visit Thane Marjo and Glaudrock. And again, meet him in a shoulder cross before stepping out of the mossy knoll. Harkred, standing in the doorway, watches you go, suiting you with the final way before making his way back inside for what you can only surmise would be another frothing tankard. And that finishes this adventure for 256 experience to general. Yeah, and no new adventures were unlocked by doing that. Now, I was invited to meet the Thane in Galdok, so I'm going to do that. Also, I'll when also I'll sell off some stuff there from there later. Okay, ooh, just going to tend to Stormgate, so I can keep my bonuses. Alright, speak with Thane Marador. You play a visit to Thane Marador's wedding, so to find you is not currently available. The guards stationed outside the fortified structure, which his private chambers reside, tell you that a bit of unexpected business has called him away. When you inquire about the likely date for his return, the guards shrug and say they themselves remain uncertain about that. After bidding the guardsmen farewell, you promptly set off on your way. Alright, so, next adventure. Well, hmm. In High Meadow, Meadow, there's an adventure called Flight of the Elementalist. Actually, hmm. Actually, that, 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 that. Makes that could go with this one, so I'll do that one next. Right now, I mean we're only we're we're only twenty eight minutes into the episode, so first I'll visit Gargorak's Fountain of Fortune, drink from the fountain, and I gain one stamina point from doing that, which is pretty nice. The red when. Despite the wild and depressing interior of the Whamshackle Inn, the Wed Wen, Wen, the Wed Wen boasts one of the strongest ales in the region. The innkeeper, a young, jovial man who walks with noticeable limp, is quick to fill you in on the various news that happens to pass this way. By a flag of a veil, nothing happens. I drink the ale, of course, but that's not particularly interesting. I drink a lot of ale. Well, Zoop drinks a lot of ale. I don't drink any ale at all. But adventures for this location. Flight of the Elementalist. The renegade wizard Lorazanar is a wanted man. For two weeks you've pursued the rug- pursued the murderous spellcaster through the rugged Heart Hills region. 
seeking to capture him before he can yet again escape and rejoin his band of cutthroat brigands. Having abandoned almost all hope of catching up with the wicked elementalists, your spirits are buoyed where, upon entering High Meadow, you learn that he was sighted passing through the village less than a day ago, and it begins. For two weeks you've been tracking down the renegade wizard Holozar as he's made, made his way across the Hart Hills region of southwest Tosa. Only once, on the outskirts of Durnstig, did you manage to spot him. But under the cover of a sudden and violent thunderstorm, the elusive outlaw gave you a slip. Hmm, I don't think that thunderstorm is a coincidence. Despite your ill luck, because, I mean, this is an elementalist. Despite your ill luck, you doggedly keep up your pursuit, determined to prevent the murderous elementalist from evading justice and rejoining his notorious band of cut-throat brigands. At last, nearly a fortnight after your hunt began, you're about to abandon all hope of catching up with the cagey wizard, when suddenly, upon entering High Meadow, you've learned he was sighted passing through the village less than a day ago. A ruddy-faced farmer, who also serves as head of the High Brent Meadow Militia, tells you that Alonzo was spotted heading up a ridge to the east of the village. He tells you that since the mage seemed to pose no direct threat to the village, he was not pursued. The farmer readily admits, however, neither he nor the four other members Misha gave any consideration to confronting the wanted mage. We did hear, of course, as a bounty of 500 gold for his capture. A nice sum, to be sure, but not for worth facing down a wizard over. The farmer told you that Lawrence are maybe making for a wing of tall stones at the top of the ridge. Be easy to hide up in there, he says. You can see what's coming up the ridge after you. And there aren't many who dare wander up that way to begin with. And to thank him for the information, you bid him farewell and set out at once for the ridge east of High Meadow, hopeful that you will at last have a chance to overtake and apprehend a cunning and dangerous fugitive. It is mid-afternoon when you reach what you estimate as the halfway up point up the steep and treacherous ridge out of High Meadow. The ascent has been unforgiving, and more than once you've nearly toppled from the back of the tall, thickly forested spine of rock and earth. Suddenly, as you pass out over a dense, evergreen thicket, you stumble upon the hastily abandoned remains of a small camp, the well-doused remnants of a fire, and a makeshift bed of leaves and fir browse immediately draw your attention, as the calm, unwavering sound of a man's voice from your right that sends your pulse racing. This chase cannot continue. I'll pay you the bounty you're after, and we'll go our separate ways, here and now. You turn towards the voice, and find yourself staring directly at the man you've been tracking for the last two weeks. Standing less than ten yards away, his grimy face, tangled brown locks and ragged clothing, Serving as evidence for his long and frantic trek through the wilds, is the mage Noah's Lawrence Nor. The fugitive spellcaster, his demeanour portraying what you can only surmise is profound fear, repeats his request 
return you, he will pay you a bounty of pay you the bounty of five hundred gold if you will abandon your attempt to bring him to justice. You're not certain you're willing to make such a deal with a man as notoriously dangerous as Lorenzo. Reject his proposal. Your refusal emits an immediate and angry response from Lorenzo. The, ma- the maid scowls and swiftly cl- throws his hand skyward, muttering rapidly as he closes his eyes. Before you quite know what's happening, the ground beneath your feet erupts, sending you staggering backwards amidst a shower of earth and stone. Two towering elementals, Benimos of earth and rock, draw their way out of a jagged crevice and stomp towards you, their cavernous mouths stretched wide the massive fist poised to pound you flat out of the corner of the eye of your eye as the fearsome pair of earth elementals draw up around you you spot Lorenzor hastily making his way towards the summit of the witch it's a hulking earth elemental and it's going to smash the mighty elemental swats you with its fist of earth and stone and is slain 21 xp with a deafening roar, the towering elemental collapses into a heap of earth and rock. The second of the fearsome Benamos, his stone fists rising into the air, stomps forward and attacks as another hulking earth elemental. Swats with his fists of earth and stone and is slain 21 XP. As the second earth elemental collapses, his toppled bulk sending a tremor through the ground beneath your feet. You leap forward and rush along the spine of the witch, swiftly pursuing your pursuit of, of your of the fleeing mage. You reach the witch summit and find Lorazar, winded from rapid ascents, leaning up against the outer edge of a wing of tall stones. The very wing of stones described to you by the fa- farmer back in High Meadow. The renegade mage, his grimy face now baked in, bathed in sweat, curses and throws up his hands. I gave you a chance to end this, he says, scowling. No, I detest the measures you made me resort to. Before you can move any closer to him, a ghastly, wailing shriek erupts overhead. You turn your gaze upward, just in time to see four soaring air elementals streaking down out of the sky. The first of the fearsome elementals is instantly upon you. Howling with wages as it attempts to tear you to pieces, it's a howling air elemental. It howls wildly as it surges at you and is slain. 21 XP. With a piercing shriek, the first air elemental perishes, its eternal soul returning to the wind from which it was born, howling wildly. The second elemental soars down out of the sky. And attacks a howling air elemental. Howls wildly as it surges at you and is slain. 21 XP. The second air elemental vanishes without even a moment's reprieve. You find yourself engaged with a third of Lorenzo's enraged defenders. Howls wildly as it surges at you. Oh, didn't I say this is a no surging place? But maybe I didn't. As the third elemental rapidly dissipates. The fourth and final wind being surges down out of the sky, howling wildly as it attempts to tear you apart. Howling hair air elemental. It, it howls wildly as it surges at you. Brutal stroke for eight damage and is slain.
21x speed. As the last of the four elementals vanishes, Lorenzor drops to his knees and presses his hand into the earth. He slowly raises his hat, hands and fixes you with a wary, defeated gaze. Then, in a move that stuns you, the murderous outlaw pleads for his life, begging you to capture him alive. Well, of course. With no desire to harm him in the wake of his surrender, you swiftly bind his arms and start him on what will be a long and difficult march down the spine steep ridge. You are wise and just, he says, as the two of you begin the arduous descent. That's far more than I'll ever be able to say of myself. You, are, you return to High You return to High Medal with a bound and defeated Lorenzo in your company. Draws both the praise and the curiosity of the villagers. You are eager to see the dainty fugitive whose days on the one came to an end just outside there. That quiet settlement. Less than 12 hours after his capture, a mounted regiment of border rangers passing through the village as part of a routine patrol of the region gladly take the wanted renegade into their custody. The leader of the rangers tells you you can collect your well-earned bounty on Lorazar by visiting their outpost, which lies just lies two days west of High Meadow. After thanking you again and tending to their horses, the rangers depart from the village with their newly acquired captive in tow, ultimately bound for Taunus, where the murderous sorcerer last faced justice. As they pass out of sight along the road to the west, you hope it is the last you will ever see of the elementalist known as Lorenzo. Before leaving the village, you stop at the settlement's small inn, a ramshackle building on the western edge, known as the Red Wen. After enjoying a flagon of particularly strong gale in the inn's rather depressing common room, you bid farewell to its proprietor and once again set off on your way. As promised, two days west of High Meadow, you reach the outpost where you receive a hero's welcome from the small band of border rangers stationed there. You learn that the border rangers bringing laws out of Tangus were through here only a short while ago. Towing their comrades, you wouldn't be far behind. The captain of the outfit, a greying man who tells you he will soon be riding out with the other rangers, pays you the bounty and congratulates you on the daring capture. 500 gold tokens. Okay. After sharing a meal with the rangers, during which you give them a full account of your encounter with the renegade maid, Mage, you bid them farewell and once again set off on your way, heading west and north along a winding road that ultimately bear you to Durstig, where your whole hunt with the outlaw spellcaster began. And that ends this adventure with 384 experience to general and 16 XP to all skills and powers. Let's just see... Hmm. Or anything else? Let's see. Hmm. Well, the bottom three have already done. Hmm. There's three woods. There's the cabin. Hmm. Let's see. Well, next time, next time. The Giants of Gallotop will be next time, I think. Okay. I'm just going to somewhere where I can save.
make that hawk law and saving and well and farewell for now and until then farewell fellow adventurers Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.